With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yes, another author's book show. Here we are. Oh, yeah, yesterday had an awesome author's book show uh, with LaShonda Simone. And today we have... My good friend, you know, uh, we've been talking for a while on DM on uh, Facebook. Name is Barbara. Um, to rent to, I believe it's Erin uh, True. And Erin True, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I got to do phonetics, but when I do phonetics, it, it, that's the way it comes out. Yes, uh, you know, and uh, I, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's it's uh, it's awesome, you know. This show, you know, continues to bring in, you know, a lot of attendance for us. Yes, huge amounts of attendance for WIRN Internet Radio, and uh, we actually love doing these shows with the authors because we love to get into the author's head. And being an author myself, you know, I get to learn about how other authors think, you know, and I think it's awesome that. I could have this show and learn at the same time, you know, from the author, you know, and, and that's just the awesome bit of it, ladies and gentlemen. As uh, today, you know, we're going to talk about her books uh, and uh, the one main book that she has coming out uh, soon, uh, and we're going to talk about that. Um, we have just a lot of things going on, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, other authors, book channels, uh, are popping up all over the place, okay? And and I'm telling you, WIRN has one of the best ones, you know? And this is, ladies and gentlemen, the premier place for authors to come. Yes, they come here, they get interviewed, and they get free promo, you know, which is awesome because that's what an author is always looking for. Yes, free promo, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, the book is named After... Uh, and, uh, yes, so happy to have Barbara here uh, to chat with us about uh, these books that she's got going on here. Uh, she's uh, been an accomplished author. She lives in Connecticut. It's great, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward. So I would like to introduce our guest for today. Hello, Barbara. How are you? Hi. My name is Barbara Aaron True. It's very hard to spell and pronounce, but I've gotten used to it. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself, if that's okay. Um, <laughs> I grew up in Brooklyn, so I'm a Brooklyn girl. And I, um, when I was 14, I moved to Queens. And then from Queens, I moved up to Cortland because I went to school there. And and lived there upstate for a while. Then we moved to California for a year, and then back to um, upstate New York to near the Binghamton area to um, 
near the Binghamton area to, to Vestal, and then we moved to Buffalo. So I lived in Buffalo eight years, and then from Buffalo moved back down to Kew Gardens where I used to live, and then from there we moved to Long Island. Okay. <laughs> and and from Long Island moved up to Westchester. Wow. I lived in Westchester for another eight years. Wow. And yeah, and now after that, um, we moved to Connecticut, to Stanford, and I've been living here five years, so kind of like it here. I well, have a, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I have a master's degree in reading and writing K-12, and I went to Manhattanville College. Okay. And I'm retired from teaching now, and, you know, I live with my family. My first book, If I Could Be Like Jennifer Taylor, was published in 2011, and it won second prize in Predators and Editors as the best young adult book. Mm -hmm. And that was inspired by Paula Danziger for her children's writing workshop at Manhattanville College when I was going there. And my second book after, which has just come out um, in October of of 2014, considers what can happen to a teen when her father becomes ill with a heart attack. And it's based on my own experiences when my husband had a heart attack and the aftermath of what my family experienced. I'm also preparing a sequel to If I Could Be Like Jennifer Taylor called Jennifer's Story, which takes Jennifer's point of view. And um, I also write poetry. I'm very involved this month, especially because it's April. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to write a poem a day. I'm involved writing poetry, and I'm on two websites with that, plus my blog. And several of my poems have been published in anthologies. One is called Prompted, an International Collection of Poetry, and the other is Beyond the Dark Room. I also have some poems in Storm Cycle and Backlit Barbell. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. uh, 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 also, I have a blog, Barbara's Meanderings. I host a radio show called Red River Radio, Tales from the Pages, once a month. So that's pretty much everything about me. <laughs> Well, that's great. You know, I, I can't wait. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going right over to her show right after this one. So this will be awesome, ladies and gentlemen, as we switch places as I interview her and then she interviews me. So that should be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Um, I'm very excited. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. Yeah, <laughs> It's the first time I've done this. Uh, and I think it's awesome that you have your own show and everything out there. So I think it's great, and I uh, look forward to doing your show. Uh, so, wow, you know, it just seems like there's a, you've got a lot of things going on, you know, a lot of moves, obviously, in your life there. Uh, and happy you found, uh, you know, a, a great home there in, in Connecticut, you know, because yeah. it seems like you like it there. Yeah, but I do like it there. Unfortunately, um, last year my husband died. Oh, sorry to hear that. So um, it it was a bit of a struggle getting my book out because I had to edit it, you know, right after he died. So it was kind of a struggle. But it helped me, too, because, um, 
writing helps very much when you are, you know, sad. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. uh, I mean, did you put any of that, I guess, that emotion into the books? Well, actually, no, because after it was written a long, long time before he even got sick. Mm -hmm. So um, it was about his earlier sickness. And really, he was sick for a long, long time. He had so many things wrong with him, and he was relatively young. And, you know, just worked. he really struggled, and, and he fought a long, long time. But, yeah. you know, it's something that you just couldn't um, help. It, it, just, it just happened, you know. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, the same thing happened. You know, to my mom, you know, she she was struggling, you know, for a little while back in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003 before she passed away. You know, so I mean, it, it's uh, it's it's hard all around. You know, I mean, like you know, unfortunately, that is a part of life. You it know, is. and uh, but we have to learn how to cope with that. And I'm glad you found the coping mechanism in writing. I think that's great. You yeah, know? Writing, writing really helped. I mean, writing was so helpful because not only editing my book, but also um, I went to this writing workshop later on in September. And that was very, actually later in October, just before my book came out. And that was very valuable, too. It really helped me to, uh, in California, it just helped me to clear my head and try to get on with my life. But it's it's been a while. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad, but I'm getting over it. And I mean, we were married a long time. We were married 48 years. Wow. Almost wow. 49. Yeah. So it was a real, like, struggle for me. And very, it really, like, pulled the legs out from under me when it happened, you know, just really hard. But, you know, <laughs> I know. you've got to bounce back. So. Oh, I know, I know, you got to live life, you know, and that's what it's all about, you know. I mean, like, you know, I learned, you know, through, through my mom's death and, and through my um, chronic pain experience that you just got to keep moving forward and find that thing for you. And if writing is the thing for you, you just keep doing it and keep doing it and that will keep you fulfilled, you know, and, and I think that's uh, that's the important thing is to find something you really love to do and focus on that. And that I, I think yeah. I, I think that's the I think that's the cure to a broken heart, basically, you know. Uh, and, and, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and actually, Facebook helped a lot too because friends of mine, you know, we're Jewish, and um, my husband was a lawyer, and people couldn't come to his. Um, his funeral because it was on a time when it was during a weekday and so my friends put up a virtual shiva and um, that was where people could come to a page and pay their respects and that was so wonderful it was so helpful and helped me heal so much. And also all my friends. I have like 1,800 friends on Facebook, and they a lot of them gathered together to support me. And just that support was so helpful, having friends just being around you. And, you know, people, 
people IMing me occasionally just to see how I was, you know, mm-hmm. talking to me on Facebook and talking to me on IM and on DM and seeing how I was and that kind of thing. Just you have no idea how valuable that is to somebody when when you're you know in mourning. So thank you to all my friends if you're hearing this. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you want to know something? I, I, that's that's impressive, you know. I mean, like, when I first came on the Internet, you know, I didn't know many people. But now I have a whole heap of people, you know, that follow me and follow my shows and, you know, follow what I do on the Internet. And God bless them all. Thank you very much. And, you know, it's nice to hear from somebody when it de- doesn't deal with business. You know, it's nice to hear from somebody just like, how you doing, Joe? You know, and uh, I get a few of those. I get a few of those, you know, in, uh, you know, in DM. And I think that's great, yeah. you know, when people, you know, actually and genuinely care about other people, you know, which well, is great. Yeah, it is. And I have my whole, I have a whole group of people that we just talk to each other every day, like we're sitting down to have coffee. And it's it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. To just get out whatever it is that's bothering you or whatever is making you so happy, you must tell somebody. Yeah. And there's no one around. So it's, it, it, and authors have things that make them happy that other people just don't even get, you know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I have to say, uh, you know, the, the little things actually make me happy. You know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of little things that make me happy, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of author-related things that make me happy, too, being that I am an author, you know. So, I mean, like, you know, just by having those little things, you know, to make somebody just so ecstatic to go through life and and be happy, you know. Right. That's that's the main thing, too, is that you got to have those things to move along and to, to, uh, you know, to have those friendships and to have those connections and uh, to have those networks. Uh, that that are created, you know, through social media. It's awesome. I think it's great. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. I have, I have um, friends I met through poetry. I have friends I met through being an author. I have friends that I know, you know, from life. And seeing them all is really great. And interacting with them all is even better. And and when something happens, you know, they're there. They're almost always there, and the the great thing is my poetry friends who, you know, poets are, are very soul, you know, like lonely people. We we don't actually get to go into the world and and let people know about our poetry too often, mm-hmm. and when you can post it all the time, and get feedback, that's the best. That oh, is- definitely. Definitely. Actually, uh, JGF, my organization, is actually having a poetry contest actually next month. So if you want to get involved, you're more than welcome to get involved. Oh, oh, really? I will definitely. Maybe I'll become a member now. You see, you're going to get me in as a member. Well, yeah, I mean, like when the website gets up, you know, that, you know, there's, there'll be like, you know, different levels of membership and stuff like that. But I, 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 uh, it's awesome. You know, JGF is going to be an awesome organization. Uh, you know, we're going to raise money for different uh, charities, and it's just going to be awesome, you know, and uh, when it comes down to it, it's, there's going to be something for everybody in JGF, you know. Um, 
there's going to be something for authors, something for poets, uh, something for activists, you know, something for chronic pain patients. It's just going to be awesome, you know, what JGF is going to bring to everybody. You know, we are in the midst of putting together our social media websites right now and our regular websites, uh, which should be coming out shortly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be cool. We're going to have two poetry contests, one in May and one in uh, November. You know, we're going to have two throughout the year. You know, so it should be interesting. It should be really great, you know. Uh, and to have you possibly involved, that would be even better, you know. Oh, that would be great. I would love to help you um, promote it. I'll, I will I will talk about it to my friends. And I will get my poet friends to learn about it. Maybe they'll, you know, I have a lot of poet friends, and maybe they would want to get involved with the contest. I mean, we all now, after being um, in this April thing, I have 22 poems now. Everybody has at least, well, maybe a few more because some days I wrote. And we write, I actually write for the prompt from Writer's Digest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. poem a day. Are you mm-hmm. aware of that? I, yes. I heard of that, yes. Poetic Asides, Robert yes. Brewer. I heard of that, yes. Mm-hmm. And so we all write to the prompt, and then a group of us, um, a small group of us, got together because there are so many people on that website now who are putting their comments down, putting their poems down, that it's gotten so big. You can't comment on everyone's poems and our friends, who we got friendly over five, six years. Our friends uh, couldn't find anyone's poems, so one of the people put together this website mm-hmm. so we can all go there, post our poems, and get feedback. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's really, really good. It's really good. So um, now I will let them know that this is happening, and there's about 30 of us on there, so that should be really good. Yeah, and uh, we do have a poetry wall, so people can post their poetry up there like they do with uh, with that other thing. They can post their poetry on the wall. Uh, we also have, I um, uh, would like to get you in touch with our uh, executive director for that, um, and she's actually right there in the chat room. Yeller right there is, is Marcy, and she is actually heading that up. So, Marcy, uh, please contact Barbara, and I'll get you her contact on Facebook so you can chat with her. Oh, I'd also uh, like to say one other thing. Um, speaking of poetry, mm-hmm. on Friday nights, are you aware of um, there's another radio show called World Poetry Open Mic, headed I by Jay Todd Underhill? That. I didn't hear that, no. That is such a great show. He, JT Gunter, and Michael Amaday, all three of them are there, and you can call into the program, read your poetry. And they clap for you. Oh, okay. Cool. And they, they're so, there's absolutely no judgment there for people who were worried about reading their poetry. And um, there is a chat room there, too, and I've gotten friendly with some people there. And actually had one of the, two of the people, the, the announcer for the show, Jay Todd Underhill was on my show, and Cynthia Sharp was has written a wonderful book called How to Write Poetry. She was on my show. And, um, you know, I'm trying to promote my friends who are 
poets, and I think you might enjoy speaking with Jay Todd Underhill and getting involved with that website too. Oh yeah, promoting your show there. Yeah, uh, you know what? Just give me the information. Just send me the link or whatever, and I'll I'll chat. Or if if you have him on Facebook or Twitter, just introduce you know him or him or her to me, and I'll 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 uh, I'll chat with them there on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. no, he's very busy. <laughs> he's like <laughs> extremely busy. He has a day job, and plus he does this on on week. You know, this plus everything else that he does. So, but um, so they have um a form on their website that I can get you to so you can talk to them and they answer all their emails. So, awesome. you know, that'd be awesome. great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely uh, chat chat with him. Yeah, just get me in touch with him and, and we'll chat yeah, about cause that. Yeah, because I, I, I got involved with this show uh, accidentally because I got to be friends with Jay Todd Underhill. Mm-hmm. And then one night I just went over there and I listened to the show and I called in, and they they just have such a great show. They're so funny. That's, that's <laughs> I got to check it out. I got to check it out. You will really enjoy it. If you like poetry, the poetry there is spectacular. Some of it is just so awesome. Um, they have poets from all around the world, from England, from India, from um, and from the United States, from Canada, everywhere. So awesome. really, really great. So anyway, awesome. Yeah, no, that's great, and that's good information. And I'll definitely uh, try to get in touch with him, or you can get me in touch with him, and that'd be great to to uh, to possibly get him involved. You know, possibly get him involved with our uh, poetry contest. That would be that would be great. All right, so um, let's talk about your books here. Let's talk. Oh, about okay, your great. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we brought you on. We definitely want to talk about your books that you have out there. Uh, if if I could be like Jennifer Taylor is one of the books. That's and then, my first novel, right. And then After is the next one. Right. Uh, so you want to tell us a little bit about the two books? Okay. If I Could Be Like Jennifer Taylor is about a girl named Carolyn who feels bad about her body. And she doesn't want to go to school. She dreams of being a cheerleader, and she has a crush on the hunky junior quarterback, Brad, Brad Morrow. (laughs) And Jennifer Taylor is a perfect girl. Jennifer is an aspiring gymnast. She works very hard, Mm -hmm. and she is Brad's girlfriend. And Jennifer is wonderful, except popular and thin and beautiful, except for one small problem. She has been bullying Carolyn since middle school. Carolyn has this breathing problem when she gets upset, and Carolyn had this problem on the ropes course, and she wouldn't go down the rope, the the slide. And so um, Jennifer started saying, breathe, Carolyn, breathe. And she bullied her all through middle school. Now imagine you have this bully that's going into high school with you. You know that she's going to be in your class because mm-hmm. you're in honors math and she's in honors math. And you find out that she is wearing the same clothes you're wearing to school. Mm-hmm. 
And she is going to be your partner in math for this project. And she doesn't want to do it. And finally, you know, you have to do it together. And she says, oh, you know, okay, I guess we'll do it. And then all of a sudden, in gym, all of this stuff comes back to you and you have a breathing attack and faint. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer is the one that picks you up. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so she now knows your secret that you fainted in gym and nobody's really paying attention because the teacher's taking attendance and the teacher really isn't until she sees you on the floor. And then you go and and Jennifer blackmails you into doing her homework for her because mm-hmm. you don't want her to tell because you also want to be popular. And so she has this secret of yours and then you find that Jennifer when you go to the mall has a big secret. She has a very big secret. I'm not going to tell you because mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to read the book but it's all about what happens when a popular girl gets involved with a not-so-popular girl who wants to be popular, and they both have secrets that they're keeping for each other. Mm-hmm. And does does Carolyn tell her friends about Jennifer's secret? Does she keep it a secret? And what happens if she does tell? Will she lose, you know, out on being popular? And mm-hmm. will she become a cheerleader? And all these things, and... She has a crush on Brad. Will this be? Will will she be able to, you know, get with him, or you know, all this stuff? And it's all about high school stuff. And a lot of people who've read it have said that it brings it back to their days in high school. You know, the the time when you have all this angst and worry about silly things. You know, and and it a lot of people love it. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, you know, it sounds like, and it looks like, you know, the, the girl on the cover is is obviously the girl that we're talking about, correct? Yes. 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 She has curly hair like, like stringy spaghetti. Brown mm-hmm. curly hair like stringy spaghetti is what she describes herself as. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that cover, you know, obviously is really interesting being that, you know, the main character seems to be Jennifer Taylor, and Jennifer Taylor is right smack on the cover of the book. No, you know, Jennifer uh, is not. Gen- oh, that's not Jennifer. That's, oh, that's Carolyn. Oh, that's Carolyn. Okay, okay. All right, so... Carolyn is the main is, character. Jennifer is the one that's having the issues or the problems with the boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Not her boyfriend, no. There's something worse. It has to do with eating disorder, but I oh, won't tell you okay. what. And 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 um, because of this, my book is now with the Eating Disorder Foundation too. And anyone who has a child, a girl, who is uh, that age be- between ten, eleven, and up, I think this is a great book. And I would love, love to get it into the schools. But up here, it's very hard to get anything into the schools. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard, but I would love if anybody, any teachers are listening, I have a whole teacher's guide on my blog, and I'm ready to come into the school and, and talk about the book. And it is in both ebook and paperback, and, you know, so it's great 
for um, classroom discussion and whatever. So interesting because you know I I would think maybe uh, if you could get it maybe like as a summer reading book that would even be better. You know you that would be that. wonderful. Summer yeah. reading book would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean like that I would be that. that would be great because the kids could learn something. You know, I think yeah. the kids could learn something from that. You know. And, and as I said, people love the book. Everybody mm-hmm. who's read it says they can't stop putting, they can't put it down. Men and women both love mm-hmm. this book. Boys love this book. Girls love this book. So it's, I think boys like it because um, it gets into girls' heads. They like to see what girls are thinking. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I, I, yeah, I always wonder what a girl thought, you know, and I could read that book and say, wow, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah.
and they've been inseparable BFFs since then. And Mm -hmm. she really wants to see Joey, but she and Joey have had an argument, kind of a falling out, because he went to camp, and he met this girl, and he started seeing her, and so he hasn't been able to see Lauren that often, mm-hmm. and so she's angry at him, but she still wants to see Joey, her best friend. So she calls him, and he says, yes, I'll be there immediately. And Joey comes, and he's there with her, and it just makes everything all right. And then the following day, she calls him, and he comes over to her house after she's been at the hospital with her father, and and he makes her feel better, and, you know, she goes to sleep. And then the next night she calls him, and they talk for hours. And and then it just, this little friendship that they have together keeps getting stronger and stronger, and I won't say what happens, but as the friendship gets stronger and stronger, there's a mean girl who's his girlfriend, of course, named Amber. Mm-hmm. And Lauren finds that... Um, she also has a friend in school um, named, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, I forgot her name now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot her friend's name. And she, and she becomes Lauren's friend too. Very, very important girl. Mm-hmm. And, and um, she becomes Lauren's friend and she, um, she helps Lauren through this time. Lauren has a sister, Diana, who helps her through the time. But it's all a matter of what happens when Amber and Joey and Lauren have this kind of triangle. It's very interesting. And, you know, the romance is there and it's, it's, it's very sweet. And, um, it, it's all about will you know her father. What happens to Lauren in school? How she has to cope with going to school and being part of this whole situation. And it, it, it's also gotten great reviews too. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, and that's great. That's awesome, you know. And uh, you know, it sounds like you know both both sort of happen around like schools. Uh, these books, you know, which is really interesting because it seems like you've got a theme going on there, romantic, but also a school-type theme going on there, which is, you know, really interesting, you know. Um, you know, yeah. also, you know, and also it seems like, you know, you try to infiltrate, um, in some cases, bullies, you know, uh, whereas you uh, say Amber, you know, is, I guess, the mean girlfriend. Oh, yeah, you know, she's you mean. Know, yeah, she's so really mean. It seems like you interject a lot of, uh, you know, I guess a, a lot of school issues like bullying, you know, which is interesting, and eating disorders, which is interesting because a lot of eating disorders happen when kids are in school because they think they're too fat or so on and so forth. So it seems like these two books would be great summer reading. You know, I think they would be great summer reading books. I, I'm surprised that no school has picked up on these books yet. Um, I know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because it's it's in the theme. It's in the theme, you know, of of your of your books, which is very interesting. Um, so let's get into the publishing aspect now, because uh, we do have to run over to your show soon. Uh, oh yeah, so we, right. Yeah, yeah so we're almost there. So 
Uh, let's do one publishing question and then uh, one general question, and then you tell us where we're heading, and everybody will head over there to listen to you interview me. Okay? okay. I just wanted to say that her friend's name is Jenny. I can't believe I didn't remember it. So. Oh, Jenny. Okay, so you remember it now. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. All right. And, you know, I love, I love when there's numerous characters in the book, and they all have their own personalities and their own unique things going on, you know, in the books and stuff like that. It always gets me going when I'm reading a book, you know. It, it, you know, when, a, uh, when there's uh, numerous characters, but there's, you know, there's one that's offbeat path, and then there's one that's the friend, and then, the, you know, there's like a love affair going on or a romantic uh, relationship going on. It always gets me going, you know. It always, uh, you know, it always gets me excited, those types of books. So, um I think it's cool, and uh, these are definitely two books I would love to pick up. You know, oh, well, I hope you will. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so let's chat about publishing now. How hard was it to get these books out there? Oh, my um, God. <laughs> tedious, um, and did you go through a publishing house, or did you self-publish? Okay. First of all, if I could be like Jennifer Taylor, I wrote um, like eight years ago, maybe more i was i wrote it for paula danziger's workshop paula is a a very well-known children's writer who has since passed and paula kept pushing me on to get it done and i did it and then i sent it to all the big five when i first got it out there and it didn't they didn't want it they didn't want a problem story and this was back when Problem stories were a problem for publishers. Nobody was doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I was on the Internet with the Muse Conference Board and also in one of these critique groups called Muse Kids. And Lee Skeezus, who is now my publisher, saw me there and said that they were doing a pitch at the conference and should I I should come into the chat you know pitch room and pitch my book mm-hmm. and so I did I pitched if I could be like Jennifer Taylor and everyone loved it and they they accepted it to Muse It Up Publishing that's where it's been published Muse It Up Publishing mm-hmm. it's a Canadian publisher but they are getting bigger and bigger by the minute. And and um, then, so that was three years ago, four, no, five years, oh my God, it's four years ago already, five years ago. And um, it was edited, I had the cover done, and then um, published in September of 2011, and as an ebook, and then in November of 2011, it became a print book because it went into print because Lee was putting a lot of her books into print so that they could be put into some other venues like um, Keller's, which is a big department store like Target up there. And so I went up to, to um, Montreal, where the headquarters is, mm-hmm. and we all had a giant signing at that big place, Keller's, and with my print books. And 
then um, after that, I wasn't sure about publishing after because it was called When My Life Changed. Mm-hmm. I had put it aside. And then again, in the Muse conference, <laughs> online conference, I used the first line of that book in one of those workshop things where you put your first line on. Margot Fink, um, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she's a great author. She was running a workshop, and she said to me, this is a great line. And Lee was in, watch, you know, looking at that workshop, and she said, mm, are you thinking of publishing that book? And I hadn't thought about it, but then I went back, and I worked on it, and I worked on it, and I worked on it. And two years later, I submitted it. And then, you know, they loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, it was submitted as When My Life Changed. And then it was edited. And then my editor had to leave. My editor, Nancy Bell, I loved her, but there was some kind of conflict and she had to leave. And so I was given a new editor and then my line editor. And uh, finally it was edited by October and published by October 2014, now out in book mm-hmm. on Amazon, Music Up Publishing's site, Barnes & Noble, um, Smashwords, a few other places. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, it, it, it's always great how to ask those publishing questions because uh, I went through an upstart publisher, and we'll talk about that on your show, I went yeah. through an upstart publisher that just started, and uh, she was very nice uh, to help me publish my book I was trying to publish for 10 years. So we'll get into that on your show. But the last question I have for you here is a really interesting one. Uh, you know, it is uh, usually what I ask all the authors when they come on the show here is uh, you have a lot of characters in your books. Now, do you see yourself in any of those characters? Interesting question. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the characters were not based on me. They were based on my daughter and my daughters. And um, Carolyn is kind of like I was when I was younger. But I think I was a little different, but... I. I we're similar in many ways, but she's very much like my daughter too, my younger mm-hmm. daughter, who unfortunately is also was also like Jennifer, but um, she didn't have quite that problem. And so she's a combination of the two, and I am sort of like Carolyn, not at all like Jennifer, no, mm-hmm. not at all like Jennifer, and definitely not like Lauren at all, more like Jenny. <laughs> Although I wasn't, I wasn't a swimming star. I, 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 um, I was more like Carolyn. Although I didn't want to be a cheerleader. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. kind of the mousy type, mm-hmm. very quiet. Um, I had my friends, but I was never, or so I thought. It's funny because when I went to my fortieth um, high school reunion. Mm-hmm. I met one of the girls who I thought was in the popular group. And I said to her, you know, I never felt that I was in the popular group. She said, 
what? She said, don't be ridiculous. I always thought you were part of us. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you get shocked after a while. You know, it's like, wow, I was really a part of that? <laughs> I know? didn't realize it. And, you know, it's so weird because at that time you don't realize it. You're so wrapped up in you that yeah. you really don't realize it. So it, it was kind of funny that that, that happened, you know. Here yeah. I was thinking that girl was so popular, and and she was thinking I was popular, so it's kind of weird, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you don't know what people are thinking, you know, and, and you really don't, you really don't know, so, I mean, like, yeah, in a way, you, you were part of a popular group, and you probably didn't realize it, you know, so. No, I didn't, I did not, because none of the people that I wanted to be with wanted me, right. so I was, <laughs> it was like, no, they don't want you. You know, you're not in any of those pictures. You're not part of that group, you know, the fun group. And so, I, you know, the the fun pictures that they have in, in high school yearbooks, I was not part of those fun pictures, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and so I thought, oh, you know, it's not me. But after I started living a little and realized that maybe I was a little different, but the difference is good, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm different because I'm I'm differently good. <laughs> well, you you you're uniquely you, which is great, and that's exactly. awesome. Because exactly. Because I'm uniquely me, and I love it. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know? so, well, I can't wait to find out more about you, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I know, and we're gonna go over to uh, Barbara's channel right now. We're gonna end the show right here. Uh, so, Barbara, tell us where we're going. Oh, okay. We're going to Blog Talk Radio. And you're going to click on Red River Radio, Tales from the Pages. And you should get my show. Awesome. Awesome. I, I will, uh, you gave me the link and I'll uh, send it to folks. I'll put it on my on my wall too. You send me the link. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll copy and paste the link onto my wall so everybody knows where I'm going to be next. So, yes. Yeah, I, yes. I can't wait. Actually, yeah. I'll give you the link now. Okay. okay, copy, and wait a minute. Let me go back to the show. Torn. All right, while you're to... doing that, I'm going to wrap up this. This is Joey Giggles signing off uh, for another great show with the author's milk here. We want to thank Barbara for her time. Barbara, thank you very much for being here. Oh, you're welcome. It was a pleasure. It was just a pleasure, Joe. Yeah, and uh, we're going to head over to her channel where I'm going to get uh, a grilling Next, <laughs> I just put the, I just put it on the chat room, and I think everyone is probably yeah. So anyone can come over there if they want. Okay, awesome. All right, so I'm gonna post this on my Facebook wall. All right, so everybody, thank you very much. Uh, we're heading over to RRR Tales from the Pages, and we're gonna head over there and do a show right now with Barbara. So come on down and enjoy the show. This is uh, Joey Gagel signing off for this great show, and we'll see you right over there. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.